0: It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends.
1: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast as we talk real estate right around the UAE and available, as you know, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Amazon. And the end of the month is nearly here. Goodness me. Yes, starting to disappear. Today is Thursday, January the 25th, and it's... Often the way, isn't it? You kind of blink in Jan and January has gone. Just a reminder, of course, we are bringing you more real estate podcasts than anyone else with property news and information right around the UAE every week. It might be a new year, but that has not changed for 2024. And we love getting your emails. You can email through any question that you might have. When it comes to real estate in Dubai or indeed anywhere across the UAE. And our email address is Dubai Property Podcast at gmail.com. And this morning, once again, we are catching up for the very first time in 2024 with Lillian Le Campion for another episode of The Diary of a New Dubai Real Estate Agent agent. And a very good morning to you, Lillian. Happy belated New Year.
0: Yes, Happy New Year, Craig, and Happy New Year to all the listeners. I think 2024 is going to be a very exciting year.
1: And it started off with a real flurry. And for those new listeners, Lillian changed her whole life last year. And when we say changed her whole life, it could not be more extreme. At the end of 2023, she decided to move from Australia to Dubai and become a real estate agent. Basically, what you did was you did a Hail Mary and switched things up a little bit, quitting your career as an established architect to start out as a brand new real estate agent. That was very brave of you.
0: Oh, well, life is about adventure, and if you're going to have adventures, Dubai really is the best place to do it. So the last three months has really been a roller coaster, but I'm at the high top of the roller coaster at the moment, which is really great.
1: Yeah, well, you know, three months you've been chugging away. Of course, we had the uh, the Christmas uh, break in the middle, but now you're back. I think you're fully refreshed. You, you got out of Dubai, didn't you? You went off holidaying somewhere.
0: I did. I was incredibly lucky, actually. I made a sales deal on the very last day of the year, the last working day, which was the best way to launch into holiday. I then went across to the UK, which is only a seven hour flight from Dubai. And I uh, managed to have a couple of weeks off, which was really, really nice and well-deserved.
1: And let's just talk about standing out as a real estate agent because there will be people, Lillian, that listen to this particular podcast series learning as much as they can with a view to potentially moving to Dubai and taking up a career as a real estate agent. And we've talked about this before about standing out in the Dubai property market, which really isn't easy to do because there are just so many. Many people aren't there out there doing their own thing?
0: There is. um, There's an enormous amount of real estate agents in Dubai, but I think the number one thing you can do to stand out is just to be professional. And I think that for me personally, having a 15 year background in architecture means that I know how to deal with clients, I know how to deal with authorities and also consultants and to be organized. I actually had a wonderful compliment from a buyer, the one I made the deal with last year. He's the CEO of a massive insurance company and he sent me a personal email just to thank me for my efficiency and professionalism, uh, but also the ability to solve problems. So I think that if you're good at thinking on your feet and not getting overwhelmed, that's a really good way to stand out.
1: I have to say something to you and that is We talked about this late last year because Lillian does these videos for social media. And I thought, this is great. You know, your videos are fantastic. They're very informative. And I thought, I wonder if you're going to be able to maintain that because you were putting out a lot of video content. And I thought, let's wait and see. Well, we're into 2024. It has not let up, Lillian.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Craig. Um, I have to admit that making content is exhausting. It's not something that comes naturally to me. But at the end of the day, it is a free form of advertising and you need to have a presence on social media. So I don't know why anybody wouldn't do it. I also think in um, specifically in Dubai, uh, people who either live here or are from other countries in the world like to live kind of vicariously through other people and have this kind of voyeuristic view into other people's lives. So they like to see these, um, you know, amazing villa mansions and the life of what it's like in Dubai. Uh, As you mentioned, I personally like to keep my social media informative, just doing short clips. I would say, though, that for a lot of accounts, there's no fact-checking on social media. So for anyone trying to learn about Dubai real estate through, say, Instagram or TikTok, just take it with a grain of salt Um, The government is actually trying to crack down on deceptive advertising. So they've come up with this initiative called Mad Moon, if I'm saying that correctly. And basically, if you're trying to uh, advertise a property, a specific one through, say, Instagram, you have to have a QR code that is actually verified by Rira and the the land department just to make sure that it is actually a real listing.
1: And when it comes to these videos, they take time to put together. Most people have got no clue in terms of what is happening behind the scenes. And it all looks very fluid in terms of one video to the next because there's a a lot of information that you are getting out. But just inform me because I'm interested. How long does it take you on average to do a single video?
0: I've definitely uh, got faster at it. So for example, if I have a photo shoot in a new apartment that I'm listing, I'll take maybe four or five minutes aside just to do a tour of the apartment, tell a few facts about the building. Um, So I've really got it kind of down packed into steps. So I'd say about five to 10 minutes.
1: No, no, no. Well, that's, that's the recording side, but then you've got to do the whole post-production and get everything sort of finely tweaked. So, from the beginning to the end, how, how long?
0: That is a very good point. Um, I'd say I spend about half an hour on one video, and that's just making sure everything's smooth, uh, that there's subtitles for um, people who perhaps don't have English as a first language, and then, of course, adding fancy things like music and graphics.
1: Well, that's still quite fast. I mean, that's quite impressive that you're doing all of that by yourself and in pretty short time. So well done for keeping that social media content uh, blasting out on your Instagram account. Now, I think that you are finding that some owners, since we're talking about the advertising, some owners, when they're selling their properties, they don't want to advertise online, which is a bit of a problem, isn't it?
0: Yes, I find this quite unique to Dubai. So we'll have a landlord who reaches out, who wants to sell their property, and I'll say to them, this is wonderful, um, we'll, we'll send a professional photo, photographer to take a photo shoot and a video walkthrough, we can list up to nine portals, so the main ones that people probably know are, say, Bayut, Dubizzle, and Property Finder. And they just say no, and you kind of try to ask them why, and they say, oh, it's a privacy reason. Um, We don't want people to see photos of our apartment, or we don't want to be bothered by people um, constantly getting in touch. And I kind of don't understand it because in other countries, um, the sellers are usually paying real estate brokers to advertise, and it's free in Dubai um, to list with up to three agents, and it's only after they have uh, sold the property that you'll talk about commission. Uh, And I always go to them and I say, look, Apple doesn't sell iPhones without spending millions on advertising, so... I just don't understand why you wouldn't want to increase your reach exponentially to get more people interested in your property.
1: Yeah, well I think uh, the 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 thing there is clearly it's uh, the privacy is is more important than <laughs> the advertising I think. I think that's the that's the takeaway there. So let's just have a look uh, at some of these Dubai communities. Now I, I understand that there's About 28 of them, which are the major ones that are changing their name. So tell us a little bit about what's happening here.
0: Yes, this was an announcement from the Dubai Land Department last week. So there are 28 neighbourhoods that have changed names. I'm not going to go through all 28 because it'll probably bore you. But the main ones to know are probably Motor City, which has been renamed to Al Hebia, the first. And then there's Al Hebia, the fourth, which used to be Sports City. And the main one which listeners probably know the best is Emirates Hills. Now that has been named Aldania. Um, So I guess the reason why this has been changed is because Dubai is a city that just grows so fast and sometimes the names of the communities are either directly related to the developer or what the original focus was, for example, motor or sports. And we all know about the 2040 vision of the urban master plan. So the government's just bringing everything in line, going for more Arabic traditional names and just bringing things together more coherently.
1: Mm, Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting to hear. And of course, 2024, oh man, last year, we saw so many of these property launches, these new developments, branded, of course, and there was a recent launch, Armani Beach Residence. Now, tell us a little bit about why this one in particular is a little bit of a standout for you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Now, I would say this is probably one of the sexiest collaborations in Dubai right now. It's Giorgio Armani and Japanese Pritzker-winning architect Tadeo Ando, who I have to say I have a soft spot for. He's probably my favorite architect. So they've come together to design Armani Beach Residence, which is going to be on the Palm Jumeirah. And the developer is a Sharjah-based developer called Arata. So today i his style. It's very clean, very elegant, straight lines. He likes to do juxtaposition between concrete planes and water. And he always plays with sunlight and shadows as a feature. So this design basically has these horizontal planes that just sweep around the facade. It's gonna have 53 apartments of about two to five bedrooms and they are all Armani interior designed. They'll have access to a private beach and this will be ready in 2026. So I'm watching closely.
1: Well there's going to be a lot of these launches coming up in 2024 so yep get ready for them and at the weekend uh, you went to the Louvre Museum in Abu Dhabi. Tell us a little bit about this described as France's largest cultural project abroad.
0: It is, it is. So I bit the bullet and finally got my driver's license changed um, from Australian to, of course, Dubai based. Uh, For listeners who are thinking about moving here, the process is so fast. You do an eye test, you present your driver's license from your original home country, and within 15 minutes, they've printed a new card for you. So I finally got into the roads uh, to drive to Abu Dhabi, which is about an hour from Dubai and to visit the Louvre um, Museum, which is the sister of the French version in Paris that everybody knows. It's designed by Jean Nouvelle in 2017 and it's really considered this engineering feat. Um, it's actually called one of the modern wonders of the world. It's got this huge dome that weighs 7,500 tonnes that's made out of eight levels of um, these aluminium stars. So I really recommend anybody to look it up to see what it looks like. It's very, 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 very impressive. And if you're ever in the area, I can't recommend it enough.
1: There you go. You've got that from Lillian. Check out the Louvre Museum in Abu Dhabi. So there'll be plenty of things as the year progresses, Lillian, that we will find out about in terms of uh, you checking out uh, what's in and around uh, Dubai and uh, indeed outside into some of the other Emirates. Well, enjoy your Thursday. Thank you for all of that and look forward to chatting in a couple of weeks time. Thank you
0: so much, Craig. Look forward to seeing you next time. From off-plan investments to the latest development projects and luxury branded residences, we cover everything on the Dubai Property Podcast.
1: What are the prevailing trends in the current sector, and what risks are associated with a potential cyclical reversal? And I can't believe I'm actually saying reversal.
0: <laughs> yes. No. Our expectation now is that over the next, say, 12 to 18 months, um, there will be a slowdown. So it's a, it's a relatively mild uh, scenario. We're not talking about uh, you know sector collapse, but we think uh, demand will slow down a little bit, and there could be some correction the prices that have really hit uh, a high level. You know, as you know, the, st- the year has been very strong. We're still talking on the full year basis of a price increase of up to 18% uh, percent on, on the average for the market. But we we still, you know, see some, uh, some risks because we're reaching the previous peak levels and we see some increasing traction in smaller units, which sort of suggests that, you know, the properties are becoming more expensive. I think Dubai College, for example, in al Two is a very, very good school. The properties that can be found close to here would be in Al-Barsha. So you can find gated villas in this location, but also Dubai Hills area is, is not too far away from Dubai College. The next one would be Jameera College. This is in Jameera 3, is right slap bang in the middle of residential villa communities where expats can live but can only
1: rent, they cannot buy there.
0: The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.